Okay. Rabbi, so we begin with the Gemara Masech Rosh Hashanah and Daf Chaf Aleph Amid Beis, which is not on your sheets. The Gemara says, "Bikesh Kaheles Limtzay Divrei Chefetz." Kaheles wanted to find desirable words. Says the Gemara, "What does that mean?" Bikesh Kaheles Lios Kamoisha. Kaheles Shleima wanted to be like Moshe. Yatsus Abaskal Vamrolai Abaskal went out and said. Bekasuv Yosher Divrei Ms. It's written straight words of truth. Very mysterious Gemara. First of all, again, the Gemara says Bikesh Kaheles Limsay Divrei Chefetz, which the Gemara says means Kaheles wanted to be like Moshe, and Hashem said, "No, sorry, too bad." Bekasuv Yosher Divrei Ms. What does it mean Kaheles wanted to be like Moshe? And what was Hashem saying? No, Bekasuv Yosher Divrei Ms. Says. Rav Shaul may Amsterdam, right? When it rains, it pours. You know, we haven't quoted him, uh, I don't think we ever quoted him before. And this week, we already quoted him twice. Um, as well as the Chidah brings us down from the Chachmei Ashkenaz. And they're, they're like this. What does it mean that, that um, Shlomo wanted to be like Moshe? Nobody knew the time for the Paraduma except for Moshe Rabbeinu. The Medr says Moshe was the only one who ever knew the reason for the Paraduma. But Shlomo did not know the reason for the Paraduma. So Shlomo wanted to be like Moshe. In other words, he wanted to know the reason for the Paraduma. Now, where is it Merumas that Moshe knew the reason for the Paraduma? It says, Velakhu, Latame, Meafar, Srefas, Hachatas. Latame, Lamed. Meafar, Mem. Srefas, Shin. Hachatas, Hey. Lamed, Mem, Shin, Hey, Lemoshe. In other words, who understood why This is something that only Moshe Rabbeinu understood. So Shlomo Melch looks at it, he says, that's very nice. Lamed, Mem, Shin, Hey. That also spells out Shlomo. So if he can know it, I can also know it. Hashem says, no. The cost of Yosher Divrei Ames. It has to be written straight, not backwards. The cost of Yosher Divrei Ames. It's only a Ramez if it's straight. Don't try to stick yourself into the paraduma. And therefore, Shlomo HaMelech says, Amarti echkama, v'hi rechaika mimeni. Says the rechach, rechaika is begamatria paraduma. That's what Shlomo HaMelech meant. Amarti echkama, I thought I would be wise. V'hi rechaika mimeni, but it is far from me. Okay. Why did Shlomo have to understand the reason? He wanted to. Part of the Torah. Yeah, it's part of the time. It's part of the time. You don't understand. Moshe understood it. Moshe understood it. I'll accept it. How do we know Moshe? So, the, there's a medrash, but there's also a in the in the Rashi Okay. Okay. We come to a very interesting part of the parasha. The end of the parasha, Parak Chaf Aleph, Pasuk Dalet. The Klaiso traveled from Har Har where Aaron died through the Yamsov surrounding Edom. And the people, their souls grew faint. And the people spoke some Lashon Hara. They spoke against Hashem. They spoke against Moshe, and they said, Lama Why do you take us out of Mitzrayim to die in the wilderness? He ain't lechem, there's no bread. 
Vein Mayim, there's no water. Venafshenu Katsa, and our soul is disgusted. Baalechem Hakaleka with this with this nothing food, with this insignificant food. So what happened? Vayishalach Hashem Ba'am. God sent against the people. Now, take note of the fact that when they spoke about the Lashon Har, they said they spoke be like him. And here, who's punishing them? Not Elikim, Yudkei Vavkei, Vayishalach Hashem Ba'am. Now, notice, who spoke? Ha'am. Then it says, Vayishalach Hashem Ba'am, Eis Hanachashim Hasrafim. The snakes. How many snakes? At least two. Many snakes. The, the burning, fiery snakes. God sent against the people the fiery snakes, the fiery serpents. And a large amount of people died. It doesn't say meha'am, like it says who God sent the snakes against. Normally, ba'am refers to the Erev Rav. And here, he sent the snakes against ba'am, but Amrav died Yisrael, even from the regular Jews. They said, we sinned. We spoke against God and you, and here, they retracted. At first it says they spoke against Elohim, and now the Jewish people can see they spoke against Yudke Vavke. Remove the snake! What do you mean the snake? I thought it's snakes. I thought God sent the Nechashem. What do you mean the Nechash? Moshe prayed. Make a serpent. Put it on a pole. Anyone who got bit, and they'll see it and they'll live. He put it on the pole. And it was. If a snake bit a man, and he stared at the copper snake and he lived. Very interesting. Moshe, Hashem says to Moshe, make a snake, a snake and anyone who's bitten, he'll see it. Moshe makes a snake, and whoever got bit, vihibit. Now there's a very big difference between habata and re'iyah. Habata right? is staring. Habata is to gaze. Re'iyah is just to look at, right? We know, hamastaka b'shloshadvarim, Anyone who thinks about these two things, right? 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 We all know that. We know where we come from. We know where we're going. We know before whom we're going to give a din v'chesha. And yet we do have eros. Why? Because the mission doesn't say know these things, it says be mistakel. Mistakel means bekavana, focus, right? The halacha is you're not to gaze at the moon. The Gemara says you're not to be mistakel belavana. It's aser. It's aser. You know that? In fact, in the Chidaz Vidoy on Yom Kippur, one of the things you say Vidoy for is the histakalti belavana. I gazed at the moon. But wait a second, but how could you do Kiddush Savana if you can't gaze at the moon? The answer is, you're allowed to look at the moon, you're not allowed to gaze at the moon. There's a difference between Re'iyah and Habata and Hestaklas. So Hashem tells Kali, and here, Vehibit on the Chash and the Chashes Vachai. So the Chafetz Chaim, in the Sefer Shmir's Halashan, he raises five questions on the Pesukim we just read. 
But he begins in the following way, and then there's, there's going to be a sixth question raised by Rabbi Yonis and Ayyibashetz. First, the Chavetz Chaim points out in the Sefer Shemir Salash and Chelek Beis, it says that what we just read by Yisumi Harahar, Dach Yamsov, Lizbai Pesaretz Edoim, Hine Yadua, Chavetz Chaim writes, we all know, when did Klaiso travel away from Harahar? This was at the end of the 40 years when they're about to go into Eretz Yisrael. Shazer, right? This was already Chaydesh Elul of the Shnas Harban, of the 40th year. They cried for Aaron 30 days, but Aaron died on Rosh Chodesh Av. This is, this is at least an Elul. They're about to go into Eretz Yisrael in a couple of months. This was in the last time period. That the Mesei HaMidbar were, they finished dying. They're about to go into Eretz Yisrael. But because of this um, circuitous, circuitous route that they took through Eretz Edom, that they didn't allow them to go into their land, they figured, oh no, yeah right, we're going in, right? Yeah right, we're about to go in. Yeah, we're about to, why isn't Edom letting us go in? Right? It's a source in Torah, you can't go through a red light. Right? So, Chal Yisrael started to speak Lashon Hara. Amru Shachas Hashem Yimashich Oid Harbe Shanim Vezeh Shagarim Lahem Ladaber Shalokahogan. This caused them to speak improperly. Benen Shuma Oid Aydeza. V'cholzer Remez Lusayf Agalos. This is a hint to what will happen at the end of days, right before Mashiach comes. You know, you have people they speak Lashon. They say, Eh, Mashiach, yeah, right? Never gonna happen. So that, this is Maisa Avay Similabanim. You see, right before the Gula happens, right before Klaiso goes into Eretz Yisrael, you have people start speaking Lashon Hara, and it prolongs it. Therefore, a person has to be very careful what he says. Look at the next paragraph. Chavetz Chaim raises five questions on the Pesukim we just read. There are a number of questions here. Number one. First it says they spoke about Eloi Kim. Which one was it? Did they speak Lashon against Eloi Kim or was it Yud Kevavke? Also, question number two. First it says which indicates like the Erev Rav. And then it says who died? Even the elite Jews died. Question number three. Why did the Bnei Sodav in V'yasser Me'alein was Hanachash? should say Nechashim. It says V'yishalach Hashem Ba'am is Hanachashim. Number four. Moshe Davin. Look what it says. V'yisala Moshe. But the tefillah didn't help completely. Because they still needed to gaze at the copper snake. And whoever got bit, he would look at the snake. Why couldn't Moshe Rabbeinu's tefillah be completely effective that he davened and the snakes disappear? And finally, number five, <coughs> it says like this. It says, anyone who's bit, meaning even someone who's not so chashev, anyone who's bit. And then it says, only a very important person, if they're bit, they'll look at the snake. So we have two types of people that are being bit. We have 
anyone who's bitten. Any, any Joe off the street who's bitten. And then we have Ish. Says the Chafetz Chaim, we'll answer one at a time. Look at the next paragraph. No matter Rishon Rishon. What does it mean they spoke about Elakim? What the Jews, Jewish people were doing is they were emulating the snake. Right? They had original snake. What did the original snake do? He also spoke about God. Right? Right? What did the snake say? The snake said, You know why Hashem doesn't want you to eat from the Yitzhadas? Because... Right? The snake said, if you're going to eat from the, the tree, you're going to be like Elohim. And therefore, Hashem doesn't want you to eat from it. So likewise, likewise, this is what they said. You know what the Erev said? They said, you know why God gave you this man? This is this is terrible bread. This is mekolkal. God is going to allow the man to kill you. Because, think about it. What happened when you ate the man in the morning, and then at night, and then the next morning? And then Klai Yisrael said, wait a second. How come there's no waste product? We're eating the man, we're consuming, we're consuming, we're consuming. There's no waste product. Why not? So the Erev Rav starts to speak Lashon Ah, this is yeah, God is like treating you like a soita. You're going to eat the uh, man, it's going to explode in your stomach. God is obviously using the man as an instrument to kill you with the Mida of Elohim to try to exact retribution against you. But the truth is, that's not what God had in mind at all. God was doing them a very big favor by having them eat without waste product. And that is because the Torah says that when Klai Yisrael had a need to go to the bathroom, where did they have to go? They had to go outside the camp, outside the Anan, and then shovel out dirt and cover it up. It would be a tremendous hassle and, and difficulty if they constantly had to leave the camp, if they had waste. And therefore Hashem in His infinite kindness gave them a type of food that didn't produce waste. God gave them absolute heavenly food that did not create any waste product. Even Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov didn't have such a good food. And God wanted to give them this heavenly food because they knew the Anon was always with them and if they would have to produce waste they would have to go outside of the camp. And therefore finally Klaiso realized that what they thought they were criticizing Elohim, the Midas Hadim, that God wanted to punish them. In fact, it was Hashem, it was the Midas HaRachamim, the Midas HaChesed of Hashem for giving them the man. Ah. Now look at the next paragraph. Didn't we say the man was in the Skos of Moshe? <coughs> yes. So, was, so with the Skos of Moshe, what do you mean with Midas HaRachamim of HaKadosh Baruch Isn't that a conflict? Look, even uh, you still, just because something uh, is in... Uh, you're zochet or something. You see, you still need Hashem's rachamim. It was in it was in Moshe's merit, but the fact that God gave it b'chalal was a great mercy 
he had mercy on us, that he allowed Moshe's chus to be a merit for us. Okay, now what is, why did Hashem send snakes against us? Why specifically snakes? Why not wild buffalo? Why not... Snake has a history with the Benayi Israel. What? Right? Vayadam caused us trouble. Ah. Uh. Snake and the Jews don't get along. Ah. Uh. Why? Vahum yishom shebediburam itar hanachash hakadmoni v'kitragalim. By Kaiso speaking Lashon Hara, that awakened the original snake to accuse against us. And now the Chavetz Chaim, as he does so often in the Sefer Shmir Salashain, probably the most the Sefer he quotes more than any other Sefer is the Zayar Hakadosh. Luckily, we have a Hebrew translation on the side. Kedisa the Zayar Hakadosh Parshas Pekudei. It's Rucha Chada. There's a certain spirit. Dekaima Akal Inun Mare Delishan Abisha. That stands over those who speak Lashon Hara. Now listen to this. When people are aroused to speak Lashon Hara. Or an individual that is aroused to speak Lashon Hara. Then it is awakened a harmful spirit from above. Which is called Sachsucha, okay? Just in case you were wondering what's the name of the spirit is, it's called Sachsucha. Here you have a guy, he spoke Lashon Hara, come Sachsucha, he rushes to the scene. The Sharu Bnei that people opened with. Ah, this guy, this Sachsucha, Ruach, he takes the Lashon Hara, he brings it upstairs. And he uses the Lashon Hara to cause Maisa, death in the world, Bicharba, murder, Ukitala, and killing. Woe to those who awaken this spirit. And they don't watch their mouth and their tongue. And they don't realize the Habisarusa de la that by awakening in Lashon Hara down here, that awakens the Sachsucha and it makes Hashem cause death and murder in this world. So the person thinks, you know, he's in the confines of his own home. What did he do already? He just spoke Lashon Hara. Just spoke Lashon Hara. He may have just killed people. He may have just killed people. Bein Lutav, Bein Lavish. Ah, Vechulhu, and all these Bali Lashon Hara. Vechulhu Deloitaren. They all awaken the great snake. Who then places accusations against the world. And it is all because of that. That is what the Zayar says. Says the Chafetz Chaim. Therefore God sent. Now here it doesn't say like Kim sent. It says Hashem sent. Why Shem Havaya? Because Hashem wanted them to get a kapara, it was a chesed to them, so that they have a chilek in Olam Haba. Hashem sent in a chashem hasrafim. Even though you could ask, what do you mean He sent? There are always snakes in the midbar. What did, what did Hashem have to send them? The midbar is full of snakes. He says, Ah, oh, yeah, but who died? What? The Anon, but this is, uh, this is after the Misa of Aaron. So now we have to get into, you know, Rabbi Yannis and said it didn't come back the whole right, month right, of Av. Right. And, uh, okay. and uh, Pinchas Mikarit says it didn't come back until the next Shabbos. So we paid attention Wednesday. What? We, had a, we paid attention. Okay, good. 
protected them. So now two things are happening. Number one, God is inciting the snakes. Number two, He's removing His protection from the snakes that are already there. Okay? Now, not only are they not protected, Hashem is inciting them. Ah, so again, He's doing two things. He's inciting the snakes and He's removing the, His protection from the snakes that are already there. Now, who is He inciting the snakes against? He's only inciting the snakes against those, the Um, the Erevrav. But for all the Jews, he's removing his protection that the snakes that are already there can now attack. So two things are happening. Look carefully at the Psukim. Ba'yishalach Hashem Ba'am. The inciting of the snakes is only Ba'am. But Vayamas Amravni Yisrael. But even good Jews now started to die. Why? I thought Hashem only incited the snakes against the Um. The answer is, the snakes were only incited against the Um. But against everybody else, the Hashkach, or Halyoyno, was removed. God's protection was removed. So now the snakes are able to get anybody. So look what it says. V'inyin ha'geroi ha'yirak al ha'am, she'hem ha'yu ikr ha'medar. V'almi she'hayu b'chinas Yisrael, but for the regular Jews, lo'hayogeroi. But through the great accusation of awakening the snake in Shamayim, everyone was left unprotected. And we've answered the second question. In other words, they, the snakes spit the um, but even Amrav Misral also died. Okay. How do the snakes know, know, how, know, know how to differentiate? Uh, and what was the result also of? We said that a Kaddish Baruch incited the snakes against the air of Rav. Yeah. So, but, and if the protection of the other snakes was removed, <coughs> what's the difference between the, the snakes who went after the B'nai Yisrael because they, the protection for B'nai Yisrael was removed, and the snakes that were incited against the air of Rav? Obviously, this is, a, is the same. this is miraculous that Hashem incited the snakes against but the, the, Jews were in the Jews were in the same danger because the snakes... Yeah, the, 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 yeah but the, the percentage, on, in other words, Amrav mi Yisrael, besides the fact that the Am was taken care of, <coughs> but, but many Jews also suffered. Many Jews, maybe it wasn't as much, well, percentage-wise, maybe it wasn't as much, but nevertheless, they were also, maybe also there, Hashem removed the protection, but maybe there are those of uh, Jews who merited their own protection. But it was a different level. There was no... They were not, the snakes were not provoked against the regular Jews. Just like any time, you go to a dangerous place, if you don't have protection, maybe the snakes will get you, maybe not. So that's, the, that's what happened to the regular Yisrael. How did the snakes know? Hashem programmed them. He, he programmed the snakes, they knew who to get. Like in Mitzrayim, how did the wild animals know who the Egyptians were? Okay. Now we have to explain, why did Kali Yisrael say, Remove the snake. It's not a snake, it's the snakes. And the answer is, Kali Yisrael realized that what is causing this attack is not the snakes slithering on it, it's the great Nachash and Shemai. It's the Chivya Rabbah, like the Zayar says, that the snake, the, the, the Nachash, the Nachash, which is being makatrik on them in Shamayim, that's what they wanted to remove. And therefore, they had Moshe Rabbeinu Davind. However, when Moshe Davind, what happened? Things only, right, 
with the attack, two things happened. They were, in, they were incited, and their protection from the regular snakes was removed. So now Moshe's tefillah was only successful. Moshe's tefillah was only successful in remove that the snakes were no longer incited. But the hashgacha of Hashem was not returned. Was not returned. So, so the so the Arab Rav, who was the subject of the inciting, the snakes being incited, they already now, they're the ones that benefit from Moshe's tefillah. Why do Arab Rav? Why would they no, They benefit, but now look, they're also subject to the regular snakes. I know, but if Moshe was <coughs> praying to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, why would the Arab Rav be more of a benefit? At least their level. Oh, so let's see, reduced. let's see, let's see. Look, the second to last paragraph. God said, make a snake. Why? That which you want to be revert back to the way things were, to be completely protected, that's impossible. Why? Because once you give the great snake the power to accuse, it is very difficult to silence him. And therefore we cannot silence him, and you cannot be completely protected. But from now on, I will not incite the snakes against you, but you're still in danger. Now from this danger, make a snake. Put it up on the height of a pole. For what purpose? What are we looking at? That you always have to realize that when a person talks, he has the capacity to awaken the great snake in Shemayim. That they have to understand and contemplate and think that through their words they awaken the great snake. And this great snake accused them. Like the Tanzibelio tells us that when a person speaks Lashon Hara, it reaches all the way to the Kisei HaKavad. And this way you'll be humble. You'll humble yourself before Hashem and He'll have mercy on you. And that answers the fourth question regarding why Moshe Rabbeinu's tefillah was not effective. It was effective regarding the Giroi, the inciting. But in terms of restoring the original protection, that was not possible. Now, one last question is, why do we say, first, v'hayah kol ha-noshoch, anyone who's bit? And then we say, v'hayah es ish? Ah, there are two types of people. They're regular people, and they're very great people. Now we know, when a person sins, the amount of destruction that it causes in Shemayim is dependent on how great they are. A person has a greater neshama, the destruction they cause in Shemayim is greater. A person is a lower level, the corruption is lower. Says the Pasuk. Now we could explain the end of the Pasuk. There's a difference in people. Someone who's not so important. His words and deeds only are effective based on what level he's on. As opposed to someone on a very high level, so when he does an Avera, his Avera causes greater destruction and destruction even higher Eilamais. And therefore, right? If the person who was bit was just an ordinary person, <coughs> he only had a look at it. Why? Because since his Avera was not so terrible, he wasn't such a great person. All he needed to do is vira. He looks at it. But, if 
and the Nachash bit him, then what did he have to do? Vehibit. He had to be mistakel. He had to gaze with intention and thought and meditation. What this saraf on the stick represented, what his actions, what the ramifications are, and that a snake doesn't bite for nothing, and probably he must have done Naveira, and he has to ask Hashem for forgiveness. Ask Rabbi Yonis and Ibishetz, we know that this Nachash, it lasted many, many, many years, right? Until the time of Chizkiyo HaMelech, where Chizkiyo HaMelech destroyed the Nachash HaNachashis of Moshe Rabbeinu. And the question the Gemara in Erechen asks, excuse me, Gemara in Chulin asks, why Dafka Chizkiyahu destroyed it? None of the earlier kings destroyed it. Why not? Very interesting that uh, the, the Mishnah Psachim says Chizkiyahu did six things. Three of them the Chachamim agreed with. Three of them they didn't agree with. This is one of the things that they agreed with. So if it was such a good thing that he did, why? Why did no one else do it? Well, the Chazal tells us People started to go astray because of this, this copper snake of Moshe Rabbeinu. Well, if that's the case, why didn't any of the earlier kings destroy it? Says of Yannis and Ibishetz that the purpose of this snake, he said it very interesting, the same exact thing as the Chafetz Chaim. The purpose of the snake was to remind them not to speak Lashon Hara. Right? And now what does the snake got to do with Lashon Hara? Because before the Lashon Hara of the snake, the snake was on a very high pedestal. In other words, think about the snake before he sinned. He was on the top of the world. He was on a high pedestal. What happened to him after he sinned? He fell to the great end. Now he has to slither around. Everyone steps on his head. He eats the dirt. So the purpose of this snake, similar to the Chavetzayim, was to realize what the ramifications of Lashon Hara are. Says Rav Yenis and Ibishetz, in the times of Chizkiyot HaMelech, they didn't need this lesson. Why not? Because Chazal tell us, the Gemara says, that Chizkiyot HaMelech, in the time of Chizkiyot there is not a Tinok, the Tinokas, Midan, Be'ad, Barshev, Shalom, Haya, Baki, Be'etum, Be'etahara. Right? The, the knowledge of Torah was so widespread, there was never a time in our history where there was so much Torah knowledge. Says the Gemara in Erechen, what is the takana that you don't come to speak Lashon Hara? Yasek Batara. So in the times of Chizkiyot HaMelech, they didn't need the snake. That's why he was the first one to get rid of it. In his time, they had a different remedy, they had a different takana. The takana of the widespread Torah knowledge. And therefore, Rabbi Yenison Ibishetz in number two writes, I'll just read you, we'll read the first paragraph. Only through diligence. Right? We once had a shear that every human being has to talk. And to just to remain silent and never to talk, it's not really possible. Torah is the muzzle, right? You can't muzzle your mouth. You need to channel speech into something good. The eta to avoid Lashonar is Torah. So the Rabbi Yonah says that was in the olden days. In the Bimei HaKadmoinim, Shalom Hayyum Masichim, in Beis HaKnesses, Beis HaMedrash, Kiyim Dvar Torah, Dvar Mitzvah. In the olden days, everybody understood that in a shul, you're not allowed to talk. By the way, you know, everybody talks about, you can't talk by davening. Forget about davening. You're not allowed to talk in a shul. So open halach and shulchanach. Even nowadays with the Tanoim, you're not allowed to talk in a shul. It's open halacha. You want to, what's the rationalization? If you're mechavin, 
I'm going over to my friend to ask him how he's doing. Okay, maybe you could say there's a heter. Shulchan Aruch doesn't give that heter. Okay, I've seen some posts can want to give that heter. But if that's not your kavana, the kavana is just, you know, why not? Mincha's uh, in five minutes. I might as well schmooze. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, Rabbi Yannis it says, nowadays, by Venisena Harabim, a lot of the Lashon Haran Rechilas is taking place in the Beis HaKnesses, in the Beis HaMedrash. Right? So what should have been a haven from Lashon Hara has turned into uh, a, uh, the opposite. But this is how the Chavaz Chaim learns the incident of the Nechashim, that the Nachash al Hanes was to remind the people that when they speak Lashon Hara, it is Ma'ayra, the Mekatrik Hagadal, and the Eitzah, to what Klai Yisrael thought they were speaking about Elikim, they were criticizing the Midas Hadin. They thought Hashem was punishing them with the man, but in truth it was a chesed. It was Dibarnu Bashem, Babach. And there are two levels of punishment. Hashem incited the snakes, and Hashem removed His protection. And therefore, Moshe Beno's tefillah helped regarding the Giroi, didn't help regarding the protection, regarding the lack of protection, they needed to hold up the pole, and those who are on a very high level, it wasn't enough just to look at the pole, they had to be misboining, they had to be mistakel, and realize the effects of their actions, and this was their protection. Have a good time.